When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. This is the Tom Bernard Morning Show. The Tom Bernard Morning Show. Streamed every morning on the Tom Bernard Show app and anytime on demand wherever you get your podcasts. It's already 8.54. You believe it? First two hours are almost done. No, feels like we just started. It really flew by. It just flew by, no question about it. I don't know what this is. I believe that Brittany put it in the uh, pile of stories. New toilet hack. Oh, boy. Oh, Jesus. I have <laughs> yeah, not seen the story. Crazy. So you know this? No, I don't. That just sounds like something she might put, throw in there. I don't think there's any question about that. Sounds, it, it sounds very Britney-like, don't you think? Mm-hmm. Why you should throw a clove of garlic into your toilet at night. Wouldn't that make it smell even worse? Don't uh, you think? Yeah, I think so. That sounds expensive, too. I suppose, yeah, probably. Every night. Yeah. Just like, I can't afford grocery shopping right now. <laughs> yeah, there you go. We all know that garlic is a beloved ingredient in the kitchen, adding flavor and depth to our favorite dishes. However, it turns out that garlic can also serve a practical purpose outside the culinary world. It's no secret that bathrooms can sometimes develop lingering and unwelcome odors. Once you get a fan in there, that'll work. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Fan's good. Uh, no matter how diligent you are with cleaning, there uh, this is where the humble garlic clove comes into play. The concept is surprisingly simple. All you need to do is take a single clove of garlic and drop it into your toilet bowl before you go to bed. As you sleep, the garlic releases its natural aroma, which comes from something called allicin, uh, known for its antibacterial and antifungal properties. These compounds work to neutralize odors, leaving your bathroom. So, oh, so you can't smell the garlic or the turd. Oh, you can't. Okay, because that was, uh, was going to be my point. Is now I don't want right. to associate the smell of garlic yeah. with my bathroom when I'm right. eating. Right. Like. <laughs> exactly. Or when you go to like Buka and right. then you don't yeah. feel like eating. I love Buka. Buka de Beppo. Buka de Beppo. Love Buka de Beppo. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know what Beppo means? I should, but I don't. It's a nickname for Italian. Joe. People named Joe, they call him Beppo for some reason. Hmm. Oh, weird. Uh, Buka de Beppo, that was Joe. I can't remember Joe's last name. Got his tit in a ringer. But uh, <laughs> I do remember that. Got in a little you bit of what, trouble. Do you know what Mata means, Tom? M-A-D-A? M-A-T-T-A. Oh, M-O, your last name. Yeah. Mata. No, I do not. It either means really funny or crazy. Well, one worked. Oh, yeah, I was yeah. going to say, we won't talk about which one, but... <laughs> I'm not going to tell you which one. One of them was spot yeah. on. It, is, yeah. that, is that Italian? Yeah, and then my, my full last name is Matacola, and Cola means oh, neck or head. So you're funny in your head, or you're, like, crazy or whatever. What a yeah. perfect name for you. I know. You're nuts. I but love that. True. Like, my grandpa was hilarious, so oh, wait, part of me he? is like, I think they just sort of, like, pick their names. So Matacola is your full name? <laughs> Mm-hmm. Why wouldn't you go with Medicola? Ellie Medicola. It's, it's a great because, name. Because guess what, Tom? Growing up, people in Minnesota butchered it. They they thought I was like foreign. Okay, like well, if you it's are not foreign. Johnson or Lundquist, right. I don't know how to say it. <laughs> That's true. You know, oh. they'd call the house like, "Is Mrs. Matacola there?" <laughs> like they can't even. Come on, guys. This is We're Metacola. not the only Italian people in Minnesota. There's like four. I grew up with know? the rest of them. Yeah. There was you and then the rest of the Italians I grew up with. There's no question mm-hmm. about it. I love yeah, Italian was, families. They're fun. They're I told, fun. I told you my Tony Bennett story, didn't I? No. You were, oh, I didn't tell you this? Mm-mm. I, I was telling it on the air. They're actually Sicilian. 
But uh, I had a friend, North Minneapolis. Oh, Sicilian's close not enough. the same thing as yeah. Italian. Close enough. No, it's like telling no, an no. Irish person that they're British. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> same story. Yeah. Yeah, don't be telling. Uh, no, no. Sorry, no disrespect to my Sicilian people. <laughs> my Sicilian yeah. brothers. Oh, no. You mean your Italian my people? My Italian people. <laughs> well, this just yeah. came up last week uh, <laughs> when I was a kid. I went into my, my buddy, the Sicilian family. Father was born in Sicily, as a matter of fact. Mm-hmm. So I go into their house and I am asking, hey, where's Rocco? Well, he's here. Just a second. He'll be right out. And he's listening to Tony Bennett, right? And I said, oh, that's beautiful. He goes, what, are you, what is beautiful? I said, I love Tony Bennett. He goes, what? I said, I love Tony Bennett. He goes, let me tell you something, Tommy. In this house, his name is Antonio De Benedetto. <laughs> <laughs> 100%, and he was 100% serious. Do not call him Tony Bennett in my house. You got to go with his original. You come in my house and you call him Tony Bennett. His right. given name, you call him his Italian name, Tony Benedetto. I was so lucky growing up with the Italians. The, uh, you know, the, you got the Irish, the Italians, you got the Spanish. Most, uh, mm-hmm. a, lot, a lot of Mexicans uh, are Catholic as well. I did love that growing up in all those different cultures. You learn a it's lot. cool. You do learn a lot. It's fun being in a melting pot. I loved living when I lived in L.A. Mm -hmm. I learned so much, especially like um, one of my friends lived in Koreatown. That was very cool. I had Korean barbecue for the first time. You guys had Korean barbecue? Oh, it's phenomenal. Not the official, like, authentic Korean barbecue, no. Oh, you got to do the official authentic. (laughs) I went into this restaurant, you guys, and I had like mountains of pork and beef in front of me. It was incredible. It's incredible. And it's like all you can eat, Ooh. you know, and you make it yourself. So no one's judging you. Oh. That maybe. <laughs> there you go. Well, that's good. You know, they Glad don't know how that. much you've been take, like been intaking. Okay. But so yeah, you just sit there for hours and you just like make your own meat. What part of Italy is your family from? Uh, they're from a town 20 kilometers outside of Rome called Frosinone. Oh, you looked that on there. Okay. Yeah, and uh, it's funny because there was a guy that lived close to me here in Chicago, and he goes, "Yeah, my my grandfather's from Frosinone," and I go, "Oh my god, what if our grandfathers were friends?" You know, and he goes, and he goes, "I don't know." I don't think and I'm so. like, you don't think that's weird, John? Right. <laughs> that like our See, grandfathers that. were from the same small town in Italy, I'm and they might with you. know. And we're li- we're the great gra- we're the grandchildren. We're living right next to each other. That's not weird to you? No. Nah, okay. don't worry about a thing. Don't worry no, about um, a thing. But yeah, there. My grandpa came over here when he was um, uh, probably like four or five years old. Oh, really? So, Mm-hmm. They don't really know his real birthday even because that's how like old school it was. They just right. they only have the baptism record. Where they did he like, did he come record. to Minnesota? Uh, no, they were in Rome, New York, because it's you know really Rome. yeah. Oh, that's kind of cool. <laughs> yeah, was they were it? in Rome. The problem is, what was he expecting by moving to Rome, New York? That's the problem. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It's Not funny, though, his dad, Massimo, came over first, and like he had like a thousand jobs in a ton oh, of different yeah. cities. So he busted, he busted his bum like to try to get everybody over, and he did. I'm really sad that I guess, uh, Catherine and I have always wanted to go to Venice. I've spent almost all my time in Italy and northern Italy. Mm-hmm. But that's, uh, It's very different. It's, it is. It's more, yeah, it's more yeah. like Austria. It's mm-hmm. very, very nice, though. Very, very nice people, no question. But, but I heard that... Venice is a well. Frank Caliendo yesterday was on with the family, and he said that. Oh, cool! Venice is not the great town, which makes me sad because the the architecture is beautiful. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, so but I do still want to go to Venice. I've never been there, and I still want to go someday because it looks really nice. Same. I want to go before it sinks. Yeah, it's supposed to sink, isn't it? Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's so amazing. The whole Wait. city's gonna sink. Is it supposed to sink the same way that like California's supposed to like fall off the end of the US? The ocean? You're right. Um I mean, California's like a guess, but Venice is like, no, this is happening just very yeah. slowly. Oh, okay. Yeah. Why did they build Venice on a bunch of water? Why did they do that anyway? I mean, that's a great question, Tom. And again, I should know this because I'm Italian and I don't Yeah, but so, why like, would you do that? makes no sense um maybe it had something to do with like being strong in like a military sense oh maybe yeah maybe that's what it is yeah i haven't been i've been to europe in years now i used to go to europe once in a while like every other year or something but i like don shelby like shelby right now yes exactly same deal 
too busy, can't talk, looking at the Louvre. Didn't even tell me where he was, by the way. He just told me he was in Europe, <laughs> right. but he didn't tell me where in Europe. Right. It's, it's like, big, oh, pardon me. It's a big yeah. place, Don. Like, <laughs> you can't be more. I'm not, I'm not on the first flight over there to come find you. Like, yeah. You can tell me where you are. Uh, I love this. You know, traveling all over Europe, I would recommend it to everybody to go. First of all, the number one place, if you've never been, you got to go to Bari someday. Bari, Italy, mm-hmm. over on the, on the, it's on the heel of the boot. Over there. Well, that's where Tino yeah. Cherry's from, as a matter of fact. Mm-hmm. But then if you've got to... You ever been in Switzerland, any of you? Nope. No. Phenomenal. You would not believe Switzerland. It's mm-hmm. clean. It runs beautifully. While we were there, I'm watching TV, and this guy's sitting in court. I went, well, this is weird. He's in court. Why is he in court? Because he had been living in Switzerland for over 30 years, and they called him into court and asked him to speak the Swiss language. And I can't remember the name of the language. It's got its own name. But I can't remember the name of the language. But he couldn't, and they threw him out of the country. He said, you got to go. Sorry. You didn't bother to learn our language. You got to go. Wow. Now, that's some rules, baby. <laughs> Isn't that amazing? Dang. They kicked him out of the country. Because <laughs> he didn't, like... He didn't so if I moved Swiss. to Switzerland, I would have to learn... Whatever if you the... move there, yes, you okay. have to learn the language. Now, they, they all they all speak English too. I mean, that's yeah, not the problem. They all speak. I English. thought they spoke like German or Austrian. I suppose in certain parts, yeah. You know, it's mm-hmm. probably like like you said in Italy, you go further yeah. north and it's a whole different deal. So probably mm-hmm. you're probably right about that. But Lake Luzerne, if you've never been, you got to go. It is incredibly beautiful, and the people are very very nice too. Well, you know, just like northern Italy, fantastic. Yeah. It's yeah. not that far from there, actually, to tell you the truth. But, yeah, we got to get back there. Haven't been there in a while. That, that's one thing that did remind me of him leaving me that message. Like, God, I have not <laughs> been to Europe in years now. Well, a lot of people got screwed this summer, Tom, because they went and it was like a major heat wave. Oh, so, yeah. And a lot of people, they didn't get to go for the past few years because of the pandemic. So this summer was like a huge influx of tourists going mm-hmm. to Europe, which, and a lot of people don't know. But and I and I mean, I can't say I've never been to France or anything like that. But a lot of places over there don't have AC. Like You're right. the United yeah. States has done yep. one thing right. It's AC. Yeah. Like we have made every building like an ice box in the summertime. And it's awesome. You know, <laughs> but that's not the case in other countries because all the buildings are old. Like you can't you right. know, even begin to get them chilly. So with like a window unit, you know. Mm-hmm. So everyone just hangs out outside all the time and they just deal with it. But us Americans, we're not used to that. We're sweat. We're sweating. Is there one place you guys would like to go you've never been? Uh, yeah, Lake Braze, Italy, number one on my. Why is that? Because yeah. like it's the most beautiful lake I think I've ever seen. Like it's like the true blue water, like trees is kind of up in the mountains all over the place. Mm-hmm. Like that's my number one. So it's Northern Italy. Um, yeah. How do you? How do you? Me, par- me, how do you spell me, it? Braze, I believe it's B R A I S E, Lake okay. Braze, Italy, and it looks phenomenal. I've never even heard okay. of it. Well, yeah, me neither. How did game. you hear about it? Uh, I think I saw like a post about it on like Instagram or something, but it's like Lago. Some hot girl was there. Yeah. Ooh. It's, <laughs> well, yeah, it's like in the mountains, it's beautiful. Like it's oh, top cool. 10 on my A lot of that list. in Italy. Yep. No doubt about it. Well, Lake Como, one side's got the hotels, and the other side is a bunch of billionaires, including George Clooney, yeah. as a matter and of fact. And Gwen Stefani. Yeah, Gwen Stefani's over there, all those people. Mm-hmm. Good for them. I'm glad to hear yeah. it. Um, to hear. You guys, if you've never been to um, one of the most beautiful places that I've ever been to that I wasn't expecting was Whistler, Canada. Where's mm. Whistler, Canada? That's uh, just north of Vancouver by like a couple hours. Oh, okay. All mm-hmm. right. A lot of people go skiing there when they say, I'm going to Whistler. You know, <laughs> I mean, they barely let me into Canada, but <sighs> when I was there, the water, Tevin, it was like, it looked like a green Gatorade. You know, okay. it was just so it was clear. It was like green. It, the water's like from a glacier, you know, yep. that's running through. It's like it's like what water's supposed to look like. We're used to like brown rivers and stuff. Ugh, yeah. Their rivers are like beautifully clear, <laughs> right. Caribbean colored water, you know, <laughs> and they ant like there's tons of animals and the, everything is just so serene. It's gorgeous. Canada Whistler. Is, yeah, Canada's magnificent anyway. I've never been to the far le- I've never been to Vancouver and I've never been to Montreal. The rest of it I've been to 
It is spectacular. Beautiful yeah, country. Like You'd like Vancouver a lot. Oh, I guarantee you I'd love Vancouver. Mm-hmm. There's no question about it. But my favorite, I think I just told this story a couple of weeks ago, but it's one of my favorites because Kath and I spent our honeymoon in Banff and Lake Louise uh, back in, in, in the day when we got married and all the rest. But I will never forget no. this because I believe Catherine at the time was like 20, 24, 25, something like that. So I was in my early 30s. And we go, we're in Banff, and it's beautiful and having a wonderful. You fly into Calgary and then drive over to Banff, and then you go further drive over to, you can take the train too, by the way, Canadian Pacific is terrific. Mm-hmm. But we checked into Chateau Lake Louise, which is this palatial building on this beautiful lake, right? Chateau. Yeah. And up in Canada was wonderful. And so I have to remember now Catherine's only 24 years old, something like that. I hear her on the phone, and I can hear the guy she's talking to. She called down to the desk and said, "Um, we just got here, and I'd like to ask you a question. Um, Where would we have to go to see a glacier? And he said, look out your window. (laughs) (laughs) There's a glacier right behind the hotel. (laughs) I'll never. She thought it was like snow. Because right. it looks like snow. That's what yeah, it looks they like. Yeah, they look like snow. <laughs> it was That's very funny. Snow. Yeah, look out your window. They're over there. Yeah. I've always wanted to go to Banff, too. It looks like everyone says it's amazing there, it is. too, Tom. Mm-hmm. You would absolutely love Banff. All of Well, like I said, i got to get to Vancouver one of these days. And, and you're about the 80th person that told me they love Vancouver. It's one of my favorite cities. So how did you end up going there? Uh, so I worked for this music management company. Um, oh. Some of the bands we managed, uh, this was when I was out of college. I worked at a couple record labels first, and then I was like, this is not the way to go. I want to do music management so I can be closer with the bands, mm-hmm. you know, and fangirl. And so one of the bands we managed was Coldplay. Oh, and sure, yeah. yeah, so they had, they, the, um, the main manager at the time, his name was Dave. He and this other guy who managed, um, God, What's the band's name? Oh, it'll come to me. Anyway. The Beatles? Yeah, like a big band like that. And uh, they decided to put on their own festival. What? In Whistler, Canada. Yeah, with Live Nation. So they just put got all these bands together, like Jay-Z, Death Cab for Cutie, whoever was popular at the time. You know, and it was called Pemberton, because Pemberton is a small town just north of Whistler. Mm -hmm. So we... um, we stayed a few days in Vancouver and then we went up to go work at the festival and they barely let me in because I accidentally clicked on the um, passport part that I was working and you're not supposed to do that when you go into Canada. Oh, you're <laughs> not? Your... No, I mean, we were just technically there visiting, you know, and they oh, already okay. had all their tax money from the whole festival that we put on. But yeah, we're like visiting. So what labels did you work for? Um, I worked for Interscope for about three weeks. Three weeks. I was just a a temp. They put me in um, international PR. And after three weeks, they offered me a job. And I said, hell no. No, you don't like doing PR. So, Tevin, I don't know if you remember this song. Remember the song Soldier Boy? Oh, like Soldier Boy. You mean Crank That by, yeah, Soldier Boy. Yeah, Crank That. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, Yeah, it was this like very popular song at the time, Tom. I had to hear that song all day long, full blast in different languages because the guy that was like promoting it across the world just thought it was so great and he was making so much money. He was just like bombing it from his studio. Like I heard it in French and Spanish and Italian. And this is, this is Tom, this is where the, the access, this is how all the record labels got into trouble. Okay. All right. They come up to me one day and they go, Hey, can you send this soldier boy t-shirt to one of our CEOs in Italy? And I go, yeah, uh, it'll be about two weeks until he gets it. And they go, no, he needs it tomorrow. (laughs) Okay. And I go, okay, so he needs the soldier boy t-shirt tomorrow. And I go, why? I go, is he doing like some press or promo thing? He goes, no, he just wants it. And I said, okay, well, that's going to be $360. And it took $14 to make this shirt or maybe like right. two cents. <laughs> right. And at, at that point, let's just send the graphic to a T-shirt printer over there yeah. and they can print it and he can there just go. go down and pick it up. Like, no, he just, he just needs it. Like, that's how things operate. There. He needs it now. You know, and it's like you can't talk sense into people when mm. they're being stressed out by, you know, the people with power and the money and the fame, you know. So it's like he needs it. He just needs it right now. And it's like, all right. I'm guessing I'll, who should I charge this to, you know? 
And then I had to balance some uh, sheets for another dude that worked in international PR. And I asked him, I was doing like his expenses for the month. And I was like, he was like German. We'll just say his name was like Franz. And I'm like, Franz, uh, what are some of these expenses for? It's like 250 bucks. And I go, what was that on the company credit card? And he goes, oh, the, uh, that was a hooker. And I said, okay. <laughs> okay. At least he's honest. And I said, uh, okay, well, what do you want to label it as, as you put it on the company credit card? And he goes, cough syrup. Cough syrup? <laughs> I'd be like, Franz, that is not any better than yeah. saying no, no. hooker. <laughs> yeah, right? Really? The scissor. This was before scissor, though. Okay, and, okay. You know, it was acceptable to have prescription-grade cough syrup. And I'm like, oh, my God, dude. So it was then... Also, I had to, um, there was another day I had to dictate a, an interview from 50 Cent shortly after he got shot in the mouth. Oh, God. So that took me, like, all day. And I'm like, you know what? This is not for me. <laughs> like, I just, you know, I don't want to be doing these, like, dirty deeds all day long. So that's so. interesting they had you doing that. Because I, I was in the record business, I don't know if you know this, for, like, seven, eight years. Mm -hmm. Where? Capital right here in the in the center part of the United States. I was in charge of promotion for Capital Records, for cool. all the way from here down to Texas and to the left and to the right and all the rest of it. Well, it was a pretty easy job because at the time you had the Beatles catalog, which could buy you anything. Mm -hmm. The Beatles were not together anymore, obviously, back at that point. But if you had the Beatles library, you could get anything done. That's a fact. Mm -hmm. But then we had Bob Seger and Steve Miller and The Knack, and you go down all these huge... When you have huge acts like that, it's really easy to do that job. You know, because mm -hmm. they need your music. They absolutely right. need it. So that's a big deal. At your label, were you able to... You Did they have any power at all, or were they just kind of start up, or what, what kind of deal um, so I worked for Network for maybe a couple months, which was Canadian. So they had oh, like okay. Sarah McLaughlin and Bare Naked Ladies, you know. Oh, sure. Uh, but they were cool. They were all really nice, of course, because they're Canadian. And then um, Canadians are nice. <laughs> they are very nice. Yeah. People. At the management company, we had a lot of power because we had Coldplay. So oh, basically, yeah. yep. they were one of the biggest bands at the time. They were just coming out with Viva La Vida. And everybody wanted a piece. And I remember people always calling when they were in town from all the different agencies like the reps you know for their people and one day we got a call um who, the lady that does family guy the voice Tevin. oh yeah yeah alex no borstein yeah um, yeah and uh and my co-workers were like who's that and i go she's like one of the biggest comedian voiceover people ever you know she's brilliant like she and she wants to go to the show her let's get her and seth mcfarland tickets and they go, who's Seth MacFarlane? They didn't know who Seth go, MacFarlane was. No. Okay. And right. like, I was like looking at them and I'm like, oh my God, these are the gatekeepers. And they're all like <laughs> the mean girls from high school, you know? Yeah. And they weren't, they were only letting the super popular kids in to the club. And I'm just like, you guys, you got to like branch out a little bit more. Like these people are talented and a lot of people love them and you need to be nice to them. Like Seth MacFarlane is a big deal. <laughs> <laughs> Let him have VIP tickets to Coldplay, for God's sake. God, have you ever seen the video of that? I think it's in Germany. I think. I'm not sure if it's in Germany. But a guy is telling his car player, the player in his car, to play music. And for <laughs> some reason, because he was German or whatever, he they couldn't, the car could not understand what he was saying. Because you'd go, whatever the name of their deal, it's, it's not Billy, but I'm going to call it Billy. He'd go, Billy, play a Coldplay. And he'd go, I'm sorry, I don't understand what you're saying. Coldplay, play play Coldplay. And it got to the point, God damn it! <laughs> he's screaming in the car because the car can't understand a damn word he's saying. That's so good. It, there's video of it. It's very, if you get a chance, watch it because it's really funny. Watch this guy get so frustrated. Over with, Coldplay. Over Coldplay. <laughs> I love that kind of stuff. You know, it's like, yeah. it's interesting we got into this conversation because obviously, once again, proving that this is a lot better than actually working. Yeah. Whether in the I record know. business, radio business, podcasting well, business, better than working. And it's, it's interesting, Tom, that you worked at Capital too, and then you got into radio. Yep. You know, it's because you liked music. Well, I was in radio first, 
And then I got fired mm -hmm. from every job I ever had. I've been fired from every job I've ever had in radio, I think, pretty much. <laughs> Matter of fact, I can't think of one I wasn't. I well, get fired a lot. Didn't you just leave your last one, though? You just retired? What, you mean KQ? Yeah. yeah. No, I got fired. Did you? You didn't know that? Oh, yeah, they lied know. about it, said I was retired, so people wouldn't think I'd pop up anywhere else. There, that's why a lot of people still don't know the show's even on. They have no idea, because they told mm. everybody they were retired. And they knew that was a flat-out lie, but they're really good at that. Oh. But, yeah, I always get fired, because I won't kiss ass. you got to be a – that's one thing I will tell you about radio that I don't like. There's a lot of ass-kissers in radio. I'm not real fond Which of that. is a weird thing to me, because you mm. would think that, like, as somebody in radio is climbing up the ranks, they did things like not kissing ass to get to where they were. Absolutely. And then when they mm -hmm. get to where they yep. were, they want everybody underneath them to kiss ass. Like, where does this – like, where does this come from? Well, mm. again, when they took over, it was the highest rated morning show in America. And they just flat out destroyed it. And I don't understand why. They, and it was for money. That's why I know why they did it. Because it was a money deal. There's so much money coming in. I mean, at one time, and this will obviously never happen again, some of the commercials that ran on the KQ morning show were $4,000 a minute. Jesus. I mean, that's a lot of money. Damn. It's a lot of go. And they, they screwed it up. It's unbelievable you, how stupid You saw 1% of that? How much is $3 compared to 4 That's <laughs> 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 the God. But no, I, I, I guess it's not a surprise that I always get fired from things because I just don't put up with bullshit. I don't kiss mm -hmm. ass. I don't do it. I'm not sucking up to anybody. And if I'm going to stab you, I'm going to stab you right in the front. I have no interest in stabbing anybody in the back. Minnesotans are really good at that behind-the-back shit. They're really good at that. It's, uh, it's the Minnesota way. It's it the really kind of is. Right. Yeah. Oh, geez, we've got to take... Now let's stop bitching about radio because it is a massive <laughs> pain in the ass. But it is. We don't have, yeah, we don't have to do that every time I'm on the show. Radio has become a massive pain in the ass. It just has. <laughs> I mean, not everywhere. Well, hasn't it? <laughs> kind of, yeah. Yeah, kind of. Yeah. There are still really good people in radio. Don't give me no, wrong. Oh, there's great people in radio. Yeah, so not all of them. Most of them are a massive pain in the ass. But in any case, one thing I will tell you before we go, when I got fired over at the queue, not one person in that building called and said goodbye to me. Not one. Isn't that amazing? Mm -hmm. uh, but it didn't surprise me. It didn't surprise I, me That's in not the true, least. Tom. I know one person that did call you. Who? Pat Eberts. He came with me. Yeah, we had to call to make sure that that was still a good, uh, good <laughs> yeah, thing. Exactly. Like, hey, we're still good to do this, right? Like, I'm walking out with you? Perfect. Uh, whatever. No, I, look, I, I was at KQ for 37 years, had a magnificent time. We kicked ass. It was, I mean, 37 years of doing that same show. I am very grateful, luckiest guy in the world. But you just get these people, we're going to do it my way. Well, that way doesn't work. Well, we're going to do it anyway. So mm -hmm. then I would get a little more angry as we went along and go, you're a moron and you have no idea what you're doing other than destroying mm -hmm. this place. And I, for some reason, they didn't believe me. I don't get it. <laughs> we got to take a break. Be right back in a couple of seconds. This is Tommy B. For our friends at Niemeyer Trailer Sales, they've been a part of Minnesota since 1965. The name says it all. They are family. If you want to make your, let's say you want to take your passion on the road, Make memories camping wherever you want. No motors, but pulled trailer RVs. Go to Niemeyer Trailer Sales. Father Jim Sr. started the business. And the brother and sister team and Lisa handle Albertville with Jim Jr. at the helm in Elko New Market. They're the best name in non-motorized RVs with great deals on the best brands like Rockwood and Northwood. Niemeyer Trailer Sales truly outservices their competition with personable employees, often sons and daughters of this third-generation family-owned business. They simply do what they say they will do every time because their name is on the building. And with a huge selection and RV service professional standing by, you will leave satisfied no matter what you're looking for. Niemeyer takes care of every memory maker. I mean, customers, of course, that come in. Their Albertville or Elko Newmarket location. Head to Niemeyer's.com and put your passion on the road. Niemeyer Trailer Sales. What can Hubbard Interactive do for your business? Let's take a listen and find out what they did for one local company, Steve the Window Guy. I'm Sally and I'm a digital brand strategist here at Hubbard Interactive. We met with Melissa from Steve the Window Guy and she was looking for help with their video advertising strategy. So we helped build a comprehensive plan for streaming TV and YouTube ads. And Melissa, tell us how it's been getting your message out with help from Hubbard Interactive. I've been working with them for five years and what I've learned is that they have both the experience and the depth inside their team to help me solve any 
creative marketing challenge that I've got. So over the years, I've moved from streaming TV to YouTube ads, and now we're moving towards SEO. And I'm loving the results that I'm seeing. Is there anything else you want business owners out there to know about Hubbard Interactive? I am so grateful for the entire team at Hubbard Interactive for effortlessly understanding our business and our marketing vision, and then always delivering only the best results. To find out how our experts can help your business grow, get in touch today at HubbardInteractive.com. Hey, if you're thinking about getting the latest iPhone, check this out. With Boost Infinite, you get the latest iPhone every year and unlimited wireless for just $60 a month. Yeah, you get the new iPhone 15 Pro that was just announced. Then again, next year, you get the latest iPhone every year. Boost Infinite, infinitely better. To learn more, pick up your phone, dial pound 250 and save Boost Infinite. That's pound 250 and save Boost Infinite. Terms apply. After 30 gigabytes, service may be slow. Receive a comparable iPhone model each year with an acceptable trade-in every year. Requires credit qualification and 36-month phone financing agreement. I'm here talking with my friends Michael Bilski and Brad Huckle of North American Banking Company. Guys, it seems like banking has changed quite a bit since you first opened your doors in 1998. Yes and no. In 98, we didn't have online and mobile banking like we do today. Many banking processes have also changed. One thing that hasn't changed is we still provide a true community bank experience right here in the Twin Cities. Our team takes the time to get to know our customers and their goals. This creates a relationship that is unique in banking today and one our customers appreciate. It's why we like to say we provide a better banking experience. You're absolutely right, Brad. I've been a customer for a long time. The service your team provides is phenomenal. Thanks, Tommy. So why not bank with my banker, North American Banking Company, a better banking experience, member FDIC, equal housing lender. All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. This is the Tom Bernard Morning Show Podcast. We are back, ladies and gentlemen. A little news. Something just did pop up, by the way, that I have to. It's such a radio thing, but I'll get to that in a second. But I did want to make very, very clear. Look, 37 years at KQRS doing a morning show. It was phenomenal. It was the highest rated show in America. I had a wonderful time. Things didn't work out because, you know, Every person that came in there was like, eh, you can kind of tell. Like the PD was a total pain in the ass, that kind of deal. But I just wanted everybody to know, I am very, very grateful for my 37 years there and all of the listeners and all the rest of it. So it's just kind of disappointing when nobody you worked with ever appreciated the fact you got them hired. They just don't appreciate it anymore, do they? No. Mm-hmm. Do you think it'll ever, as like they have turnover and kind of the old regime is out and the new regime is in, get to... A repairable relationship, not where you like go back by any stretch of the imagination, but where like when you do eventually retire, they throw you more of a uh, parade and give you your flowers, as they say. I don't think that's ever going to happen. No. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't worry about that at all, which is not a bit. But no, so many great people I worked with over there, but a lot of pain in the asses I worked with over there, too. That's how it works. I mean, one guy in particular, I thought he was a very close friend. I got him three jobs, burned me all three times. You think, I finally learned my lesson after the third one. You know what I mean? But yeah, the gratitude part of my life. I talk about that all the time, Allie. You know, when, you know, mm-hmm. I don't think I have, when you're on, I have a magnificent wife, great kids, great grandkids. I don't really work for a living. I sit and bullshit at a microphone. Mm-hmm. I've got a lot of gratitude. There is no question about that. Yeah. They're just, you know, people. There are some people that I just, ugh, nasty ass. I like people that stand up and go, you know what? The hell out of my face. Mm-hmm. You know, the people I really don't like, I just, I'll finally let go. I've never talked about this before, but the people I really can't stand in this business, the people have a studio where their name is up in neon lights. Yeah, I know. They're the worst. Look at that behind yeah. you. You're embarrassing. <laughs> Look my, at uh, that. My boyfriend. My boyfriend. <laughs> he got it uh, specially made for me. Did he really? Uh, yeah, it's it's from Germany. So oh, ge- it's made dude. by the Germans. Very. German engineering. You understand? Yeah. He's, Very he's good. Other age. <laughs> Very good. Look at that uh, bad boy. You can see it perfectly now. It says on air, too. Oh, I didn't see oh. the on air part. Yeah, I just have the Alimata part up. Oh, I, just, right, just the important part. I put my name yeah. up there in lights, <laughs> not the... 
God, listen, oh, what I've, been, I've been waiting since I was like six years old to have my name in lights. I don't know about you. <laughs> yeah, well, that that's was the true. plan. I was in child. I was in a children's theater when I was seven. I was ready to go. You know. I understand completely. No question mm-hmm. about it. But I just I hadn't seen that before because you usually sit in front of it. Yeah. You kind of block it, but now I can see it. Yeah. Right there in the back. I you couldn't see on yeah. air though. You couldn't see that. Yeah. You can't still can't see the on air part. Yeah, I put that down. But it works for me. <laughs> hey Tom, you gotta you know you gotta like do a little self self uh, advertising, you know. Let people know about me? What a bad idea. Yeah. Oh, that guy? Jesus Christ. So I should probably cancel my order of my Tevin Pittman neon sign that's on its way here to the studio. <laughs> Your neon sign's on its way, baby. Mm-hmm. All right. We've got Passolt coming up in a couple of minutes. Have you ever Googled your first name to find out what it means? Yes, Thomas. It means twin. Uh, Thomas means twin. My name is Thomas because... Do you know why my name is Thomas? No. Nope. Because Thomas means twin, and when I was born, I was 23 inches long and weighed 11 pounds. They thought I was twins. I was so big. Seriously? Thomas means, yeah. I was a gigantic baby. <laughs> I just did a quick little Google search of what my name means. Handsome or beautiful. So, oh, God. What a oh, swing in the miss. I don't want to say I might have gotten the wrong name, but. Uh, what is that called? Nominative? something like when your last name like dictates like what you do you know oh i have no idea but is it, it's probably similar to the people that blame their sign for everything they do oh the, the astrological yeah. sign yeah like, oh, i'm an yeah. aries so that's why i'm this way like oh. you know, just everybody calm mm. down i like to sting yeah. people because i'm a scorpio yep that's exactly the yeah. there you go I scorpios are also very emotional though tom you bullshit know? thank you very much great to be here <laughs> I would have to agree with that part. I'm a rather emotional person. That's very mm-hmm. true. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I, I get very teary-eyed when I hear, I see, you know, sad things. Happy, yep. I'm happy. When I get angry, it's pretty obvious. Yeah, I guess you I am. Your, you love your family. I adore my family, all mm-hmm. of them. There's no question about it. Such a Scorpio. No, I think Alice means um, truthful one. Alice does? Mm-hmm. Truthful? Is that your full name is Alice? Alice, yeah. God, from now on, I have to do it. Every time we go to him, we go, Alice. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's like Jackie Gleason. Yeah. Alice, get over here and do the news. Mm-hmm. That'll be magnificent. Alice Mata. Yeah, Alice Mata. Mata. But Alice Matacola. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's a good name. I like that name right. a lot. In this house. You refer to her as Alice Matacola, the same way as it's Antonio. Yeah, it is Alice Cecilia, you put it this way, and yeah. it's just how it is. You know, one thing I did love about that, because I know we got past it a couple of seconds, but one thing I loved about growing up in that neighborhood and going to school there and all the rest of it, because you would go into the French guys, you know, the, the Laurents were French. So every great thing about the earth was French. Then you go oh, to yeah. the Italians or the Sicilians' house. You know, we're sick to death of carrying this whole planet with all the great stuff. <laughs> it's like each one of the countries, it's the greatest country ever. We didn't want to move to America, but we did. I actually enjoyed that a lot, watching all that go down. That was very, very oh, cool, yeah. actually. You know? I, I, uh, I recently saw this comedian. He had this bit about um, the, the Statue of Liberty. Mm-hmm. And he's like, isn't that weird that like France just gave us a giant gift and it was like a woman's statue that's like kind of naked. Like, here you go. Here's your country. Here's a naked lady. Here's <laughs> a big statue. <laughs> what else? What else did the person who made the uh, Statue of Liberty make? Another very, very famous structure. Eiffel Tower. Uh, you got it. Yeah. It was the Eiffel Tower. Ding, ding, ding. How'd you know? Day, AJ. In this house, it's not AJ, it's AHA. Thank you very much, right here. <laughs> no, it was. It was the Eiffel Tower, no question. As a matter of fact, the structure inside the uh, Statue of Liberty is kind of like uh, another Eiffel Tower. It's kind of built it around a tower. Oh, crazy. Did you know that uh, the first like renditions for the architecture of the Eiffel Tower was actually a giant guillotine? No! No way! <laughs> yep. Is that right? And then like the schematics just weren't going to be like able to work so they're like let's just build a giant pointy thing instead can you imagine like hundreds of thousands of people getting engaged outside of a giant guillotine (laughs) (laughs) that would not be good would it yeah that would not be good 
I still love the fact when I proposed to Catherine all those years ago, and her answer, smartass that she is, was I suppose. <laughs> yeah, which for anybody that knows Catherine is like the perfect answer to ask. You. <laughs> That's how you know she's the one, though. Yeah. Oh God, yeah, I knew. She still is. Last night I told her the same thing. Well, I gave her a kiss goodnight and said, man, my life gets better every day with you. And she goes, I know. It, right. It, well, it wasn't like the first time you met her, didn't she give you some sort of attitude or something oh, yeah. like that? Yeah. That's why I fell in love with her immediately. Allie, very quickly. I don't think, AJ, you ever, may have ever heard this either, but I went into my attorney's office and I was mm -hmm. his only client. So he handled all the business stuff and all the rest of it. There's this beautiful young woman sitting at the desk answering the phones. I had never seen her before. And I walk in, and so I'm like, oh, attractive young woman, I'll try to be clever. I'll get all clever here. <laughs> and I said, uh, would you tell Alan that Uncle Tom is here? She goes, okay. So Mr. Dorfman, Uncle Bob is here. And I said, my name is Tom. And she goes, yeah, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> I knew I was in love immediately. Yeah. Oh, really, why don't you blow it out your ass? I don't care who you are. <laughs> You've always been chasing her. Oh, she, honest to God, has been a smart-ass her whole life. I don't know where she got it either, but she is really good at being, oh, really? Is that what you think? Have you ever ridden in a car with Catherine driving? Mm -mm. Nope. Mm -mm. If you think men swear and hit the horn a lot, holy God. Really? <laughs> so, when it goes down, you dumb son of a bitch, Lord. It's like, settle down, honey. Relax. Better or worse than Jeff Passelt, though? Oh, Passelt's <laughs> the worst of all time. There's no question. Pass, no, what's happening? You ask my wife, she'll tell you that. <laughs> Same story. Especially, well, Tom, you can understand this. Maybe a lot of people can. Especially driving in Florida, where the age factor plays a part. Oh, God, yes. Oh, my God. You see some stuff that you just can't believe. So, That's true. Now, Pass, we can talk about anything you want other than sports. Please, yeah. <laughs> well, you know, you were talking about uh, these countries and uh, how they uh, speak of how great theirs was, but here they are in America. And, uh, right. Um, I was at the uh, the Oktoberfest in Chippewa Falls over the weekend. Oh. And uh, God love the Germans, boy. They 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 get in their lederhosen and the the, the women's uh, German dresses, and I. Not sure what that veil, that headpiece is that they, it's a real cute thing with flowers on it. There's a German name for it. I don't know. So the women are walking around. The little kids are dressed up like that. A lot of, uh, you know, a lot of fun time. But I looked at my buddy, we were with another couple, and I said, you know, uh, these people celebrating their German heritage, but compare it to today when people come from another country. Mm -hmm. These people do it for like a weekend for Oktoberfest. These other people do it 24-7, 365 <laughs> days a year. That's true. I mean, <clears throat> you know, be proud of your heritage and everything, but uh, assimilate. I We keep saying that word. And, Pass, you were there. You remember they went after me huge when oh I told people God. to assimilate. As though you uh, said you wanted to kill their mother. I know. It was unbelievable. Assimilate. Well, I did use a simulator to hit the goddamn road. So maybe it was the goddamn road part they didn't like. Well, no, but, but we uh, all that's need all to assimilate. We all need to do that. Get your head out of your ass and get it done, right? Well, I won't do I, it, Tom. How, I, I won't do how it. Else, I won't. Yeah. How else do we all get along if exactly. we don't have uh, many, many things in common and understand each other? And I mean, understand each other in uh, many, many ways. And perhaps first and foremost, is communicating with one another. Now, Pass, what was the black dancer's name on the Lawrence Welk show? You remember him? Oh, he gosh, was really, yes. really good. Always smiling. <clears throat> Always smile. Always in a great mood. I will never forget this, though, watching it live with my grandmother, Minnie, and he goes out and he dances. This guy was a phenomenal dancer. I wish I could remember his name, but I can't. Yeah, he but could he, tap and the whole thing. The whole yeah, deal. Yeah. So the bit ends, he stops dancing, he's standing there, and Lawrence Welk comes out on stage, and this is a direct quote, I'm not making up any part of this. He puts his arm around the young black dancer and says, what, Tevin? I don't know, but I think his name is Arthur Duncan. Was it Arthur? I think so. I think yeah. he might be Arthur Duncan, you might be right. So Lawrence Welk puts his arm around Arthur Duncan's shoulders, young black man in America today, and says, and I quote, <laughs> 
For them, it's so easy. <laughs> and again, he's not wrong. He's not wrong in that situation. Now, is that racist? We'll probably phrase yeah, it a little bit. Be, would that be racist, Devin? I, I don't think it's yeah. that bad. It's a good. If it's racist, it's a good form of racism. I guess it's a compliment. But yeah, Could you give I mean, us a, you know, a couple of steps. Every every culture has that. The, the Germans, they're great at drinking beer. Yeah, you know? they certainly are. <laughs> the I've French, they're great at. Uh, at uh, uh, making wine and champagne. And can you imagine having a country so great that you want to uh, uh, celebrate it by building a huge hundreds of feet uh, guillotine? Exactly, the guillotine. <laughs> <There's pride. laughs> it really was a guillotine, huh? Yeah, yeah. It was, uh, I did so not know that. I don't know how tall it was supposed to be, but that was like the main idea is like, we got the revolution and everything like that, so let's build a giant one to commemorate, and then it was just going to probably fall over and kill a bunch of people. So Really? Uh, probably a little reminder if you get on the line, this mm -hmm. is what's right. next. Yep. Yeah, you know? the French, we are not the pussy, you always say. We are a strong, scary country. Look at our giant guillotine over here. <laughs> the guillotine, no question about it. That's the best uh, Australian accent I've ever heard. Incredible. <laughs> I thought I was down under for a while. <laughs> Pass just picks up the gauntlet. I like that a lot. Uh, so, Pass, I suppose we better talk about some sports. I don't want to. Well, yeah. But... Uh, twins last night. Uh, Joe Ryan struggled. He's only had he one did. win in his last five games. I know. Uh, and that's concerning when you're down the home stretch and you want a guy to get hot because you're heading to the playoffs. But... He certainly is uh, one of their better pitchers, and let's just hope it's uh, a little funk that he's going through. As I said before, Cincinnati, they're in a position where they need to keep winning if they want to make the playoffs, and uh, they are just uh, a fraction behind the Cubs now right? Uh, to qualify for a wild-card spot. So the Twins are facing the same thing again tonight. Uh, they have Maeda on the mound, who's... Pitch decent, you know. He's about five hundred in his last ten, mm -hmm. uh, and that's enough to uh, you know get your club uh, a win if you can score some runs. They're running into the Twins are running into what the Twins have been doing to some other teams, and that is since he is bringing up these young kids that the hitters haven't seen from down in the minors, so mm -hmm. they don't really have a book on them. And that was the case yesterday with this. Uh, I think his last name was Phillips. Uh, so, you know, he had the Twins a little baffled because it was his first start. I, uh, I think tonight they have another guy who's making his first start. Uh, his name escapes me. Uh, Cruz but, is on the mound tonight for Cruz. Okay. Yep. And so, uh, I mean, you're, uh, you're running into situations where uh, you better be patient, I guess, and uh, see what this guy has and hopefully be able to get to him if not the first time, maybe the second or third time around if he's still in there. So um, the Twins, uh, they're still seven up, uh, which means, what, with uh, 11 games, they're magic number six now? Yeah. Yeah, so uh, it is, as you said before, to take a monumental collapse for it to uh, oh God. fade away. So, oh God. Uh, you know, 99.9% they're going to be there and uh, – we talk about staying healthy, and Herbie said that the other day, and now uh, Carlos Correa went down with uh, plantar fasciitis, I, I believe, that. in his left foot. And I heard he's been playing with it most of the year, and they've been able to control it. But that, I don't know if you've ever had it, that is so painful. Mm -hmm. It's the arch of your foot, yep, and like the tendons in there, and it feels like you're stepping on a nail. Uh, is is the closest I can describe it to. I mean, really bad stepping on a nail. So uh, how long he'll be out, we'll see. His bat hasn't been that productive, but he's a he's a veteran leader who you need to have around. Uh, and so hopefully they can get him back up and going uh, sooner than later. So that would be nice. I just like I said, I'm still excited. The Twins looks. I, I mean, like you said, 99.9 percent .9 certain they're going to make the playoffs. Uh, from that, the one thing that was disturbing, hopefully, you can change it today, is that uh, not exactly. I, I think Cincinnati's got uh, 
what, a couple of game better record than we do, but it's not by much. It's only a game no. or two, I know that. Very similar, yeah, very yeah, similar. Very similar, so we should not have gotten our ass. We got our ass kicked last night. It was hideous. It was one of those things that just got away from the Twins. Yep. And, you know, Twins fans now, they see this uh, Streeter, whatever his name is, the Twins traded him at the beginning of the year for uh, Molly, that picture, pitcher, M-A-H-L-E, mm-hmm. uh, who uh, was, what did he uh, he would played for about a month, and now he had Tommy John surgery. So any Twins fan uh, can complain all they want about how the Twins made a trade and some guy went to the other team and played better. It happens to the yeah. Twins all the time. It does, yeah. If you have about an hour, we can sit down and talk about all the guys the Twins traded that ended up being on the All-Star team over the years. Big Poppy. Big yeah, Poppy. Big, well, yeah, they let him go because he was lazy and he didn't like the astro- the uh, turf at the Metrodome. Mm-hmm. But uh, he turned it around, didn't he? Uh, let's go back to uh, Craig Nettles. Uh, yeah. Yep. You know, who was a, a perennial All Star. Started out with the Twins. Uh, Terry Crowley, who pitched for Baltimore, was a Twins player. I mean, every at least couple of years, there's somebody. You know, mm-hmm. and uh, sometimes it's a matter of, uh, you know, we have enough people at this position, so uh, he's expendable. And it'll be interesting to see what the Twins do at shortstop now. If they move Royce Lewis there or let him stay <coughs> third, because he's obviously comfortable at third. Uh, he had another home run last night. Yes. And, boy, if, if you want something to be excited about, about the future, this guy looks like the real deal. Did you see that play uh, so. he made, that catch he made that was an impossible catch to make, and he did it anyway? He does it uh, every other game at he least. Does. And he's, he's got a gun for an arm. Yep. He's just a great player. He is indeed. I'm, I really love watching him. There's no doubt about that. Speaking of assimilating, one other thing. I'm not sure when the Timberwolves start, uh, but I did see that LeBron James was down in Rochester. Yeah. At yeah. some uh, high school, is, right? Is, yeah, and you're working out at Rochester Lourdes. So uh, that had to be a big deal for the, the uh, kids there. Uh, you know, I'm not the biggest fan of his for his stance on China. Right. Uh, which brings me to why in the hell is this guy on the Timberwolves? Did he, he, he gave up his American citizenship to become a Chinese national. Yeah, he did. Yep. I, I don't understand it at all. He's he's benefited from the, the freedom of America and the capitalist society, and now he wants to go to that regime, which happens to be our, probably our number one adversary. It doesn't make any sense to me. And I agree. Again, you're entitled to do whatever you want, but that doesn't mean I have to agree with it. You know? Uh, I, if I were... Uh, Timberwolves fan, uh, number one would be scratching my head, but number two would think twice about whether or not I really wanted to watch that guy play. Yeah, well, and it's his great-grandfather was from an area in Hong Kong. Right. He wants to play, like, honor his grandfather by playing for China in the FIBA World Championships or what right. just happened in the right. Olympics. So, then, yeah, that's why he ended up applying for citizenship. So I don't think he's moving over there anytime soon. Isn't he mostly well, hockey? Uh, I think he's like half black or part black, part Chinese, part white. Yeah. So he's out there. Kyle, An- Kyle Anderson. He's like the Little slowest hockey. moving basketball player I've ever seen. <laughs> yeah, his nickname is Slowman. Uh, I love he's that. He's a guy that, you, you know, he's, he's uh, been passed around a bit. Oh, but he again, okay. I, I don't care what his heritage is or any of that. He got, uh, he, he came here. This is where he developed into who he is. And to turn your back on that doesn't make sense to me because nothing here that was done uh, in his life was something that he could really say was done wrong. You know, I mean, he might have some situation, but he's not going to have a better uh, place to live than here. No. When you compare the two, especially. So, uh, frustrating. But uh, and I can't figure it out, and it makes me really not even, you know, enthusiastic about watching him, especially. Yeah. But yeah, 
or basketball at all because it's the most boring sport on earth now. Okay. Well, I like it is. I like I like college hoops. Well, they're too good. <laughs> they, they can do a lot of things that I can't do. Piss on them. Forget it. <laughs> yeah. Well. Yeah. Yeah. You, uh, I remember playing basketball with you and uh, some of your buddies back in the day at that Catholic church. And let me tell you, folks, uh, it was always shirts versus skins. You didn't want to be there. <laughs> <laughs> you know, just because of the skins part. Yeah, you're yeah, absolutely right. right. Oh, yeah. God. One of my favorites in talking about that very thing, Ascension School over in North Minneapolis. We're playing basketball and going up and down the court. This guy comes in and he he's all he wants to play. I think he had been maybe down at uh, the bar beforehand. And about ten minutes in, he looks at my friend. And he goes, "Man, you don't know how to play basketball." He goes, "That might be, but I know you know how to drink." <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that boy was lit up. All oh. right, pass another beautiful day, man. Yeah, well, uh, you guys go out and enjoy it, and uh, we will chat again tomorrow. Thanks a lot. Jeff Passolt, ladies and gentlemen, filling in for Judd and Phil Passolt. Another one. See, like, if Tevin is my adopted son, I am Passolt's adopted brother. Yeah. He's got five brothers already, but he includes me as, like, five and a half brothers. They'll throw, throw, throw pennies at you at the state fair. Right? Yes, swing pennies at me at the state fair when he was that like was 12 awesome. years old. Yeah. yeah. Other than that, though, it's been great. We shall take a break. Be right back. There's something coming on the other side of this. I don't want to get you guys. You guys probably have some good knowledge of this stuff. I really don't. Um, have you ever Googled your first name to find out what it means? Well, Thomas means twin. I already knew that. Uh, but some of these names, I knew some of them, but some of them I had no idea where they came from. I like this, what this name means. We'll be right back right after this. You all have helped support my pillow. Their employees in these tough economic times. Mike Lindell knows this and continues to give back to listeners with deals on his most popular products. You've heard me recently speak about the My Slippers, the Giza Sheets, My Pillow 2.0, and more. Great news. The My Pillow six-pack bath towel sets are back in stock. The proprietary technology makes them extremely absorbent, yet still provides that soft feel you look for in a towel. The set comes with two bath towels, two hand towels, two washcloths. Regular price is $79.98 for a limited time. You can get this six-pack towel set for only $39.99 with promo code TOM. That is a 50% savings. So go to MyPillow.com. Use promo code TOM. Please do that because they like that when you do that. Use promo And by the way, you can save a lot of money doing that. You can save 50% on the MyPillow six-pack towel sets. That is just $39.99 for a set. This deal does not last long either. Enter promo code TOM for this special and many more. When your people are ready, your business is ready. Cintas makes sure they have what they need to perform their best. Whether it's freshly laundered work apparel for almost any job imaginable, fire protection systems that are tested and inspected, first aid and safety supplies, floor mats, or cleaning tools and restroom products stocked and ready when you need them. Better work days happen together. So visit Cintas.com. Get ready for the workday. You need to know a guy for your auto repairs, legal issues, banking, and more. The same goes for investment advice. You need a guy to help you be successful, someone you can trust who gets results. Well, I got a guy for you, Josh Arnold. Josh gives you straight talk, not sugar-coated advice about your financial situation. Josh has seen it all when it comes to economic and market conditions, and Josh can make sure that your retirement objectives match your investments. Do yourself a favor and call Josh now for a no-obligation, 48-minute evaluation. You've got nothing to lose, and you'll get a different point of view for your investments. Call Josh at 952-925-5608. That is 952-925-5608. You'll be glad that you did. And tell him his his guy, Tom, sent you. Investment services offered by Josh Arnold Investment Consultant, LLC, a security investment advisor. Past performance is no guarantee of future results. All investments involve risk. All comments and opinions are Josh Arnold's and do not constitute investment advice. Tom Bernard is a paid endorser. Exergen thermometers are the smart choice when selecting a thermometer. With children back at school, keeping them healthy is important. Got a fever? Stay home. To detect fever accurately at home, you need a clinically accurate, fast, and non-invasive thermometer. The is backed by over 100 clinical studies. 
Accuracy matters. Be smart and safe. Measure accurately with Exergen thermometers. Available at Walgreens and other participating retailers. Learn more at exergen.com. There's a guy named Tom Cross who likes to do kite things. Tom takes the phrase, go fly a kite to an extreme, and for years goes all over the country in search of great kite flying events. Lincoln City, Oregon comes to mind with Chinook winds and seven miles of pristine beach that draws folks from all over North America for the best kite flying conditions in the world. Tom brings a little Minnesota with him when he goes to Lincoln City in his new 2109S Rockwood Mini Light Travel Trailer. The new lightweights from Rockwood are very popular. Tom hauls his trailer from Niemeyer Trailer Sales in Albertville and Elko New Market, Minnesota. Niemeyer Trailer Sales is the only place Tom would prepare his next kite flight. Solar panels, exterior griddle, air conditioning are just a few of the standard features in his Rockwood by Forest River from the place that is your ultimate RV headquarters since 1965. This is Tom Bernard. Visit my friends at Niemeyer Trailer Sales and take your passion on the road. Niemeyer Trailer Sales. Go to N-I-E-M-E-Y-E-R-S dot com. Niemeyer Trailer Sales. This is the Tom Bernard Morning Show Podcast. We are back. God, it's 9.54 already. Six minutes until 10 o'clock. Tell your boyfriend to get the hell off camera. Oh, that's my dog. <laughs> oh, I thought it was your boyfriend. Yes, I know it was your dog, you pill. What kind of dog is that? He's a, he's a big uh, mix, actually. I thought he was a Newfie lab my entire life, and then my boyfriend actually bought the DNA test for him, and he's like, he's 33% lab, he's like 20% German Shepherd, and another 20% uh, Husky. So he's like, and golden retriever. So he's like all the big dogs mixed together. He looked very friendly, though. Oh, he's a big old boy. He's ten. You know, he's just chilling. All he wants is pets and treats now. At this Pet- <laughs> pets and treats will get it done. Yeah, we have that dog. We've had Jude now. I think he's got. I think he's eleven years old now. I love Jude. When Brittany and I Did lived he? together, she would babysit him sometime. Judith. Yeah, he's yeah. quite the dog. You know what's amazing about him though? When Catherine is not home. He will sit by the front window and stare out the window. And then about every 20 minutes, he comes downstairs and looks out the back door just in case she's out working on the yard. Yeah. And he goes up and down and up and down and up and down. It's just, he is so in love with my wife. It is unbelievable. I'm okay for pets and stuff, but that's about it. Yeah. So, same. what's the name of your dog? Reggie. Reginald Reggie. if he's naughty. Reginald <laughs> if he's naughty. Yes, I yeah. understand that. I understand that completely. Yeah. yeah, dogs are great. Love dogs. Mm-hmm. If you ever Google did your first name find out what it means? Well, speaking of God, what does yours mean again? Asshole? Uh, handsome or beautiful? For those handsome or beautiful. Yes. I can see that. I can see that, Tevin. Oh, I can yeah. see that, Tevin. Oh, God. <laughs> okay, AJ. Um, I have no idea what Adrian means. No idea. Well, maybe it's in here. I don't know if it's in here or not, but we'll find out. It means so, good football player. You go Allie or Alice, the whole thing? Yeah. Alice. Alice. Okay. I don't know if they're in here. Like I said, Thomas means twin, which is really boring. So what the hell? Uh, The top 10 names and what they mean. Aiden. Does anybody know what Aiden means? Uh, Does that mean you're like healing and tending to someone? See, that's a good guess. I did not know this. Matter of fact, I don't. I know a couple of these. I think I haven't. I haven't looked at them all yet. Aiden. It's Gaelic and it means little fire. Huh. Really? So I've been Aiden from every job I've ever had. What do you think of that? <laughs> Theodore, that means the love of God. Or gift from God, it says here. No, Theodore, gift from God. I thought it meant love of God. I was wrong about that. Hmm. So yes. if your name is Theodore, you really are God's gift? That's right. Theophilus, by the way. My mother's name was, it's a Greek word. Theophila means the love of God. Phila. Yeah, so there you go. Mm-hmm. So I have to put up with that. I had an uncle named Theodore, and my mother's name was Theophilus, so we had to put up with God loving everywhere. It was unbelievable. Nice German Catholics. Yeah. Michael, from Hebrew, it means, oh, Jesus, don't, don't let anybody name Michael in here ever again. Michael means gift from God. So Michael and Theodore both being gift from God. I didn't know Okay. That. Michael Bryant is barred from yeah. the studio. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. I'd get out. Oh, everybody knows this. We know what Nova means, of course, right? Is that like a star thing? It was a star. Yeah, or it is a star. Nova means what? You know this, actually. In Spanish, it means no go. No go. It doesn't go. Oh, really? The Chevy Nova. They had to rename the Nova for that very reason. Nova means new. 
Yeah, you knew that, didn't you? How about Caleb? I have no idea what Caleb means. It's from Hebrew. I know that. Hmm. Anyone? No. 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 Caleb means brave, bold, or or faithful. That's a good name. A lot of pressure. Yeah, that's a lot. A lot of pressure. All these other ones get like one description. It's like noble, brave, handsome, Caleb. Get the thesaurus out. Yeah, get it out. Okay, your top five. Ava, also from Latin, means bird or bird-like. Yeah, aviation, Ava. That makes sense. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That makes sense. How about Luke? Uh, Room temperature. Yep. Lukewarm. I like that. Uh, Name Lucas. It means light-giving. I never knew that. Emma from German means Emma. Boy, there's a lot of, lot of a lot of pressure wow. on this name. Oh, Emma, no. it means entire or universal. Pardon oh. me. Jeez. Two to go. Astrid. Anybody from Scandinavia know what Astrid means? Bird-like. Divinely beautiful. <laughs> so maybe. Oh. Dang, but Astrid is not a pretty girl name. No, it you know isn't I've never it. met a hot girl named Astrid. Astrid Gilberto was plenty good looking. Look up Astrid <laughs> Gilberto after the show. The girl from Ipanema. And when she passes, gotta love that song. And this one's really, really cool. Cheyenne. What does it mean? My wife was born in Cheyenne, Wyoming, so this is special to me. Cheyenne means, it's a Native American word that means people of a different language. Hmm. Cool. So don't run your Cheyenne bullshit by me today. I'm sick of it. Is that what you say? No. (laughs) All right, we got 30 seconds. Any uh, closing words? Uh, I hope they find that plane. And um, <laughs> that'd be yep. nice. The billion dollar or hundred yeah. million dollar plane. Yeah. If yeah. an F-35 flying around, please give me <laughs> yeah. a call. Shoot me a text. And I, I hope Tevin finds his lake in Italy someday. Thank like Bray's day. <laughs> yep. That'd be good. Absolutely. All right, Allie, thank you again for today. Appreciate it. Mm-hmm. And we'll talk to everybody soon. Thanks.